Hi, I'm Josh Wilson from the Super Familiar with the Wilsons podcast. It's a weekly podcast that endeavors to solve the problems of the world. Super Familiar with the Wilsons will solve your problems. Hi guys, in this show we're looking at Foreman, Sutton, Hassan, McNabb, Masco, Harper and Dyer. We're looking at 2004's The Football Factory. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm one of your hosts, my name's Plenty, and I'm a maggy little cunt! <laughs> and I'm the other guy, I'm John. You mug! That's all right. That's, <laughs> a, that's, as, that's as football as I get, you know that's funny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you this, muck it! <laughs> this one's going to be painful, you schlag. I know, this is like doing, doing football stuff with Moss for the IT crowd, did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> Just walked in. Just walked in. <laughs> the Arsenal of old. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we'll come to that, I'm sure. Arsenal Athletic. <laughs> the Nottingham Hotspurs, again. I remember that. Happy Third days. week on a trot. Happy days. <laughs> and this week is the Patreon's choice for British film. Fucking hell. We didn't have put... Uh, we put some decent films up, as I recall, uh, and ended up, uh, ended up getting this one, uh, as voted for by our guest as well. Our guest this week is the fantastic Gavin Belson finally on for a full length 100 things uh, Gavin is from the Be There With Belson podcast which I get that joke now it's oh, only been that? three years I get that joke <laughs> Gavin how are you? Uh, I'm I'm good I'm looking forward to uh, mugging both of you off <laughs> what you muppet <laughs> that's, that's it <laughs> oh, uh, yeah do, do you want to tell us a little bit about what you and your brother get up to on your podcast uh yeah if you like uh it's nothing like this it's massively underprepared and really badly edited um <laughs> i thought you listened you lying bastard <laughs> we're on a par we're on a par <laughs> yeah so it's just uh me and dan uh discussing what's going on in our lives uh stories that we found during the week we various segments we've got our uh, songs of the week where we recommend songs to each other uh then we'll go through those. Uh, Dan usually has a quiz that it makes no sense to me, and then I get shouted at. Um, and we mention people that we shouldn't mention way too often. Uh, oh, yeah. There's a yeah, lot yeah. of cancelled people <laughs> get mentioned. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we tend to argue a fair bit. That's that's pretty much the podcast. It, it absolutely is, and it's great fun, isn't it, John? We're both. We're both it really fun. is, yeah. I've enjoyed it <laughs> muchly. Just the banter. I love the bit, the, the Belson banter. I like. To call I it. I can imagine that you age a year every episode dealing with your brother. There's there's yeah. I mean, there's points where he starts talking, and I know where it's going. Or he's, he's I know he's going into an impression, and his impressions are. Uh, I don't. They're not good. Questionable. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the, the number of times as a white man he does the impression of Nelson Mandela, or yeah. as he, or as he puts it, Nelson Mandela's ghost. Um, it's it's it really shouldn't be allowed. Well, you know, we do need to you do need to remind the people at home Nelson Mandela has been dead for what twelve years? <laughs> Something it's like that. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while, indeed. Uh, right, we're the podcast, of course, tries to learn a uh, hundred things from every film that we cover. As I said, this is the patrons' choice. 
Pay us a quid a month. We will uh, mention you at the end of the episode. We'll also do something very, very special uh, over the next coming few months, which we're going to do for everybody, a chance for them to uh, to specifically tell you themselves what it is they're doing. If I've got my shit together, you'll have already heard one. Uh, if, if I haven't, uh, I probably need shot uh, or my quid, quid taken off me by somebody. Uh, yeah, so... You could do that. Uh, Gavin, what film were you? Because I know you voted for this, because I can see who votes for what. Uh, I know you voted for this one. What did you vote for? Right. I'll explain why I voted for it for before. <laughs> I see. I see. Um, this wasn't because I thought this is a good film. In fact, I had never seen the film. Oh, wow. Um, but you said, oh, we could get you on to talk football. Yeah. And so it's uh, The Football Factory uh, starring the main man, Danny Dyer. A main man. Yeah. Danny Dyer or Danny Danny Dyer? There's, there's a couple in there. There's a few now. <laughs> yeah. So this is about football hooliganism. Kind of, isn't it? Like tenuously connected to football hooliganism, but more about calling everyone a slag yeah. and uh, taking the lot of Charlie. Uh, ID, yeah. ID in, ID. Oh, is not. ID's a great film, <laughs> John. Brilliant. I wish you thought of picking that. <laughs> Amazing. Blame, blame Gav. Blame Gav. It's intentional. Cold at the end. Shagwell Army. Shagwell Army. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. But yeah. beautiful. There are proper football gangs and there's proper football films about football gangs, and this is none of those. Um, it's, I mean, to call it a film, I think, is stretching things. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, John, what year and what else could we have been talking about? So the year of our Lord 2004, and we could have been looking at Creep, which I really liked, but not the Creep as in... The, the underground the, one. The underground one, which I thought oh, was I quite good. I love that one, yeah. This is one that I'm going to need to watch. It's called Primer, and it's about time travel. Has anybody oh, seen it's it? the box. The guys build the box in the... Um... Yeah, it's really fucking dry, mate. Is it good? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a good film, but it's very dry. Sucks. Uh, Gavin's favourite, The Notebook. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, butterfly Effect, and I'll end on a high, uh, the, the Aviator. Okay, well, literally on a high. Very good. On a high. Yeah. Uh, butterfly Effect, future episode, question mark. It's such a bad film, it's good. <sighs> I know, and there's so many endings as well. And there's a good one, there's yeah, a bad one. The, I'm sure, but it's sure a fetus strangles itself at one point. itself in utero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's all cheery stuff, isn't it? Oh god, I. It's, it's all the kind of stuff that ensures we only get five listens a week, <laughs> <laughs> and those are from other podcasts. Anyway, right, lads, you know how this works. Uh, let's hit it. We open saying, and this absolutely astounded me. This is a Verto, Vertigo production. John, did you have anything on that? Yep. Uh, good, uh, they're based in London. They're founded in 2002, and they produce films like Monster, which I really liked, and Bronson. All oh, right. Oh, Bronson's fun. Well, yeah. But the bit that blew me away completely was that it was also a Rockstar Games yeah. film. They're one I and only. honestly nearly choked to fucking death. On yeah. what's left of the Christmas quality street. <laughs> no <laughs> kidding. What? I, I know. They turned, I, it down, turned in other phones, but this mm-hmm. is the only one they decided to do, which they're, is they're really weird. First and only foreign film. Um, however, they did create a documentary called Sunday Driver about the Majestic's Low Rider Club in Compton. And that was bundled with 
Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Oh, well. Apparently not my copy. I didn't get a copy. Well, my copy. With, with Rockstar, do you, do you know what games they make? Or? Uh, oh, I think I've probably played nearly all of them, yeah. Uh, yeah. Did they do Batman as well? Or am I thinking something? Oh, no, it was Rocksteady, wasn't it? That's Rocksteady, yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, Grand Theft Auto. I've, I've, got, I've got a little list of them for you. Ooh. So, obviously, the Grand Theft Auto games. Yeah. Uh, Max Payne. Uh, the Red Dead, uh, the, the both Red Dead ones. Yeah, um, John's not played the second one and really needs to. Yeah, I know. Very, very good. Um, then Earthworm Jim 3D. No <laughs> way! <laughs> Groovy! Really? Not, Princess Slug for a butt, love you! <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't do the first two. Um, they, okay. they took it on with the third one. Um, and then two that uh, might be of interest to you, they did two Austin Powers film, uh, games. Groovy. What? And uh, the, the uh, game for the Italian job. Oh, what? The, the, the one, the Mark Wahlberg one? Oh, man. <laughs> I have no idea. Jesus Christ. I mean, they also did The Warriors, which is one of my favourite games of all time. I love The Warriors. It's, it, it's like the fucking film. And in fact, I think when we finally do The Warriors for this podcast, I'm going to find it on something and I'm going to play it. Even if I have to go and buy a PS2. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Uh, fantastic. Uh, GTA Five, which is their biggest selling game, has sold 170 million copies by the end of 2022. Not as astonishing as you think when you consider it's been released on almost as many systems as Skyrim. Oh, which I think has been released on a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> sure it was. Uh, right. We open with the 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 Duke <laughs> of British football. Isn't it, Danny Dyer? Right, Danny Dyer. And oh no! Before, before you go ahead, oh, you, go missed, on, you got more. You, you, you missed the Nick Love. Nick Love. Oh, yeah, oh Nick, Nick Love. Love. Yeah, Nick, Nick Love. Love. Yeah, so, yeah. He's the director. Yeah. He's the ones. He's ones. He's done the business of Sweeney, but he was also married to Patsy Palmer. Oh, you've taken my fact of the episode <laughs> there, John. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Between 1998 and and 2000, do you think whenever she wanted him, she'd go Nicky? <laughs> oh no! Look at that. <laughs> That's horrible. And, and with uh, with Nick Love, uh, Danny Dyer's been in four of his films. Yeah, yeah uh, he uh, he has got the pictures somewhere. The, pic- <laughs> the pictures of him doing something. He knows where the bodies are buried, doesn't he? <laughs> I got it. Um, yeah, he's so this the firm which I've never seen. Outlaws, another one I've never seen. Danny Dyer in that. I heard some rough stuff about it, but people do kind of have a bit of love for that one. Sean Bean and the, the late, great Bob Hoskins, of course. Uh, that really rough Sweeney film with Ray Winston. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I went to the cinema to see that, by the way. Bloody hell. Shoot some slags in play. Nah. <laughs> and, of course, the other Danny Dyer film, which I nearly picked over this for the patron shortlist, The Business. Have you seen it, no. either of you? No. no. It, it is like, if you think about Scorsese's Goodfellas, but made for 20 quid. <laughs> <laughs> and he, I think he ends up, I, I think that the final scene is him in a ditch, getting bummed. <laughs> I'm sure that's how it ends. Right. I might, well, I might have out, imagined then. that. You, it's, it's, it's great. So, spoiler alert. <laughs> I, might, uh, I might just watch the last 20 minutes. <laughs> just to see if you're right. But it's kind of one of these, it's one of these kind of like highs and lows, kind of like, like he's going, everything's going amazing and then it goes not so great. Anyway. There was um, one thing I picked up on the, 
the uh, with the titles, there was yeah. lots of flashes of various football riots and stuff. Yeah. Throughout the years, one thing very prominent um, in that was the Stone Island badge. Yeah. Oh yeah, God. Um, which had a little look into Stone Island. Okay. Um, so uh, formed in 1982 by Massimo Osti as a luxury men's apparel and accessories brand. Now it's ended up as the... Um, uh, the it's the Hooligans bloody... It's the Hooligans choice, isn't it? Yeah. 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 What's, what's it, is, is, is it, they're Italian, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Bloody hell. So, I mean, um, if, if anybody knows about outfitted fascists, it's got to be Italians, <laughs> hasn't it? God, I. <laughs> But it all it all kind of that that look all comes from uh, the mid to late seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, it was initially Liverpool fans in Europe traveling over started buying European clothes. <laughs> um, buying inverted yeah. commas very good. <laughs> Aqu- Liverpool fans were <laughs> acquiring European clothes, returning <laughs> with. <laughs> um, and so uh, they they the the look the casual look got adopted by hooligans to partly to. Uh, so the police wouldn't notice them so much because they weren't wearing um, weren't wearing club affiliated stuff, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, and partly so they could get into rival pubs. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, the the main the main ones were things like Lacoste, Sergio Tacchini, Fila, Hatchet, and Fred Perry. Man, you can picture them all as well, especially those yeah. Tacchini tracksuits. <laughs> Squadding up. <laughs> um, a little bit further on that, if you want to buy a, a badge-sleeved sweater uh, from them, uh, 205 quid on flannels.com, which sounds like a lady's pants website. Um, <laughs> your man Massimo Osti invented rubber wool in 1987. A coating of natural rubber on the wool weave, meaning it's waterproof but still breathable. So you can uh, you can basically wipe the blood off. I assume <laughs> this is the point there. I don't know. Rubber, rubber chain mills where it's at. <laughs> rubber chain does, does it prevent rubber bullets? Is that what happens? Uh, yeah. Uh, this book, by the way, uh, debut for John King in 1997. Now I remember this, and, and lads, we're roughly about the same age. In, in fact, Gavin, I think you and I are exactly the same age, but we're roughly about the same age. So I remember going in a Virgin Mega store in Knott's, and on the table, there was always the same books. This, <laughs> High Fidelity, The Acid House, Mr. Nice, the Howard Marks mm. book, and all these. And I also owned England Away from, from him. And I can't remember if it's in this or in England Away, but it starts up, like, in the first page, there's a line about, oh, it's fucking Coventry Away, all these fucking noddy older-looking pricks. <laughs> the best thing, the best thing Hitler ever did was bomb that cathedral. And you're kind of like, what am I reading? <laughs> Even as a teenager, I was like, what is this? What is happening here? What, yeah, what am I reading here? Um, in, 90, oh, in, in 2007, John King founded London Books, an indie publishing house. Anyone? No. no. no me either. Uh, anyway. So, there's... <laughs> Wait, there's a film here to talk about somewhere. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. We're, get, we're getting in early with the facts. Listeners, because I think it's going to tail off at the end. Yeah. Um, so, and I'll, I'll do the voice as best I can, uh, because Dan's not here to do it. Uh, <laughs> getting packed up for football hooligans. He's just, he's like having VD. The fucking pain goes on forever. But that's what makes it so exciting. So this is me, Tommy Johnson. Three weeks from now, nearly dead. And you know, the funniest thing is, Oh, I could see it coming anyway. 
It's almost over now. And all that matters is, was it worth it? Right. Danny Dyer is Tommy Johnson. Okay. No, not that one. Right. <laughs> listeners, listeners of my, a football fan listeners of my age are going, oh, what? On Derby County's Tommy Johnson. <laughs> no. Uh, Tommy Johnson played football uh, for. England under 21 seven times. He played for Notts County, boo! Derby County, boo! Aston Villa, Celtic, boo! Uh, and a number of other teams uh, in a 20-year career. Uh, yes, scoring 127 goals in 350 appearances. Not so fucking shabby. Yeah. Uh, 30 goals in 98 games for Derby and 47 goals in 118 games for Notts. Now, bearing in mind, Knotts were a championship team at the at the time. Wow. Yeah. That's so, pretty that's decent. Right. Yeah, it's all right. Not the non-league bunch of Muppets they are now. Anyway, <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, we start with this title the title card, Spurs Away. You done Spurs Away, Gav? No, but I do hate Spurs. So, uh, <laughs> there is yeah. that. Now, that's, that's a fact. Just... Get that done. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I'll make a note of that. Not just because your brother's an Arsenal fan, right? No, because I'm a Chelsea fan. Yeah, um, and so I am supposedly. Uh, I should. I should be in this firm of theirs. Um, there yeah. were there were a few things about this Spurs away that that bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. Um, so yeah, Spurs away. They come out of um, Seven Sister Station, don't they? They do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So that's about a half hour walk from the ground. Yeah. Uh, it's like 1.6 miles or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next thing you see, they're, they're walking down Burstall Road, which is the wrong direction. They're walking further away from the ground. They're going now for I'm, a meet. <laughs> I know, but, you know, if they're going at... It, 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 it turns out it's not even a meet, is it? They just... No. It, yeah, they just go attack a pub. Islington away. <laughs> yeah. It's just, just getting further and further away from the yeah. action. Um but yeah, it's uh, yeah. It's it's tough. It's tough when when you you know where they are and where they're going, and you see it, and you're like, "Hang on a second, that's that's not how that works in rally." Right. And everybody else around the country is going, "Oh, that's very clever. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Oh, they're good. Oh, they're actually filming in London." Ooh. I mean, I did spend a lot of time trying to work out exactly where they were supposed to be based as well. So, <laughs> yeah, I was try. I was kind of like, "Well, you know, they're never going to get picked up at Stamford Bridge." But some of my facts go based on the fact that they travelled from Stamford Bridge. They're not on that. <laughs> The official club coaches are they? I'm going to get this fact out the way straight away and air my disgrace at Google. So I googled the most filmed bridge in England, right? Right. Most filmed bridge in England because I see the bridges all the time. I think in London Bridge, blah blah blah. Do you know what was number one? Glenfinnan uh, fucking Glenfinnan Viaduct. Viaduct. I was going to like, guess that. It's not even in fucking that. England. What are you talking about? It's in Highlands. It's in everything, though, isn't it? It's in like uh, twenty yeah, Harry yeah. Potter films. It's, it's in, everywhere. Yeah, but that's that's the most recorded uh, bridge on, oh, on film. That's a good. That's a good fact. Yeah. That beats yeah, yeah. Patsy Kensit, Patsy Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not suggesting we should no. beat Patsy Palmer. Uh, You'll never beat Patsy Kensit. <laughs> no, indeed. Um, Billy Bright and the lads are organising a meet at the Ship and Billet. Right, uh, this Billy Bright guy. Man, all I could think of uh, was was your man. So it's Frank Harper from Lockstock. Will everyone stop getting shot? <laughs> um, and I've been meaning to go back to Lockstock for months and months now. 
and the dad um, and Bennett like Beckham and the dad Bennett like Beckham previous uh, yeah. episode of course yeah absolutely um, and Rod Rod right who again isn't a character Neil Maskell who I know specifically from King Gary no I think he's one of my favourite things the BBC's done recently it's um, he was a cop and humans remember that started off really strong and then just fucking died yeah I mm. think I fell off that on like episode four or something uh, I managed the first season but after that it just went to shit um, they throw a smoke grenade into this boozer and the Spurs lads burst out. How the fuck they burst out with like a smoke grenade there? Um, uh, com bit on the fucking nose, smells <laughs> stale smoke grenades. Uh, one of them, 50 seconds in blue for you, Gav, uh, £14.50. Uh, they also do gender reveal ones for when oh. you've got a reveal party at noon and Bournemouth away at three. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've seen better choreographed pantomimes than the fights in this by the way oh it's fucking dope the the weird thing about it was um, I ended up watching the make it of (laughs) wow you have gone to a lot more effort you went in deep man you went deep (laughs) come back uh, every week I'll I'll be honest that's 30 minutes of my life I'm never getting back (laughs) Um, the the making of was it lots of was it lots of drawings in crayon (laughs) it was it was it was mainly uh, Nick Love saying that you don't need to when you write a part for the right person, you don't need to direct them, which I thought oh. was a bit a bit strong for a director. Um, <laughs> a bit strong for uh, a director directing Danny Dyer. I know. Um, and then him saying, "Oh, uh, the majority of my films are about the marriage between two men, not in a gay way." And he kept emphasising the "not in a gay way," and it was. Uncomfortable, and I thought we are not far. This isn't far enough back in time to be talking like this. Is it as um, cringy as today? I am gay. (laughs) (laughs) I am a ginger. Today, (laughs) I have been bullied because I was ginger. I don't know why Nelson Mandela's here. I, I can get, I can go and get Dan if you want Nelson Mandela. No. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it is. It's a terrible thing to watch, and <laughs> yeah, just it's on YouTube if you uh, if you're interested. It's taken straight from the DVD because at the end of that, the um, the options come up. That's all oh, right. See. <laughs> from the DVD, nice. and and people like whoever has produced it, Vertigo, give that little of a fuck. They haven't even had it yeah. taken down for copyright. Yeah. Brilliantly, I think it's got two directors on it. Wow! <laughs> on the making of alone, <laughs> yeah. but none of them are the actual director, Nick Love. Because when you've got the right no. two directors, you mustn't you need, don't to need a director. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So this single mother goes by with a pram. Yeah, you maggy little cats. <laughs> yeah, poss- like a- poss- possibly my favourite character. I thought. <laughs> uh, she's she's in it one scene, and and. As she shouts at them, you ain't football supporters, you muggy little cunts. I was like, I'm with you. I'm, yeah. I'm entirely with you on this one. She, she's she got more depth than any of the male characters in this oh, film. Oh, God, yeah. And actually, she's the only female character in this film. The oh, Because the other two, two at a push, yeah. aren't, no, I... oh, my goodness. Like, one of them gets two lines. Anyway, his line is, what else are you going to do on a Saturday? Wanking off to Pop Idol. Uh, I was thinking, Gareth Gates? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> I, cause I, I actually looked this up because when I was like, I remember that, but um, it was, uh, was it was that a competition programme, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was, yeah. yeah. We talked about Gareth um, Gates and Will Young Will last Young, week. Yeah. 
So I was looking at the winners of this thing. So it ran from two, uh, 2001 to 2003. Season one's when I was well young, but the second one was Michelle McManus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Scotland shame. I was I was working with her sister at the time and she was putting things over in the call centre saying vote for my sister. I'm like, who's this? I've not even watched it, but uh, it was Michelle McManus. I, I mean, I was going to say, if he's talking about wanking off to Pop Idol, of the two, if it's Will Young or uh, Michelle McManus, hello, be, Will. Hello, be, Will. Be, be, yeah. where, where there's a will, there's a way, I say. <laughs> hello, hello, Darius Dead Dinesh. Oh, he he's all kind of blind. <laughs> Although Darius Dinesh, um, responsible for one of my all-time favourite pictures, where he was performing in a kilt, and he's crouching down to talk to a child, and you yeah. can see everything. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you want more time? <laughs> big, big lad. Uh, indeed. Jesus, I, I'm now thinking about Pop, Pop Idol the Rivals. Do you want Pop Idol oh, the Rivals? Oh. And that was the Girls Allowed, wasn't that? And the yeah. boys were called... I don't know, a bunch of tosses or something. Was it? Was it? Uh, in, in one, one true voice or something. Oh, Matt, you have absolutely ripped that from your your CD <laughs> that was, shelf. That you was have... somewhere right in the back of the brain. No, then he yeah, voted he for them. Did. He voted he for did. them. He, he ran up a massive bill uh, voting for those boys. Anyway, uh, Rod and Tommy are best mates. Uh, now I'm going to keep getting Bill mixed up. Bill Farrell is is. Tommy's granddad. And at some point I've written Billy, Bill, Billy, Bill, Billy, Bill, old Bill. So it's old Bill. Um, John, you knew him, didn't you? Straight away. I knew you did. Yep. So it's a uh, Tinker for Lovejoy. Tinker for Lovejoy. <laughs> Good old Tinker from Lovejoy. RIP this guy. Uh, yeah. Another another actor out of Cockneys versus Zombies, by the way. Oh, uh, really? Which, which, yeah, maybe we have to do Cockneys versus Zombies <laughs> one day. It's a fucking zombie! <laughs> in it! Oh, Richard Bryars is deaf, he can't hear! <laughs> it reminded me of Charlie Drake. I don't know why he's got that sort of Charlie uh, yeah. Drake look, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, and now, I like how Tommy, uh, the one thing Tommy's got going for him is he isn't a racist. <laughs> like, oh. the, one, the one point here is he's not a racist, right? Mm-hmm. He, he says it's not about colour or religion, it's the buzz of being down on the front line and fighting for your island race. So he's not a racist, but he probably stands on pub tables and sings 10 German bombers. (laughs) Classic, classic England twat. Uh, (laughs) uh, We learned that uh, Billy, unfortunately, his dad was a racist who battered Asians that try and move next door, which Mm. I didn't like. And in this pub, he threatens this Stoke fan. See you, you can't. I'll cut you first. (laughs) Uh, And obviously they get into a bit of a bit of a ruckus there. Uh, we're learning who the characters in, in this firm are. Billy hates Zebedee, who looks up to the leader of the firm, Harris, who is not a character. Uh, yeah, isn't he? yeah, strange choice for the leader uh, to just not be featured in the film. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And if I remember right, he is in the book. If I remember right, he's quite important uh, in the book. Uh, but I, I, again, it's a book I no longer own, and it's a book <laughs> I, it's a book I haven't owned for probably about five or six house moves. Um, Zebedee and Raph are these Robin little toads. Um, we see Bill and his mate Albert. Uh, this is old old Bill. Uh, they've been friends since the war, and now that their wives have died, they're moving to Australia together. Okay. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I, my my if if I'm not having the uh, passerby as my favourite character, it's these two. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Absolutely. Mate. There's something Jack going and for them. Isn't it? Jack it and is, I did think when you were going to say Jack and Victor. Yeah. <laughs> they're in the back of this cab. There's this racist, xenophobic cad- cabbie. The baddie out of layer cake, by the way. 
Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. He makes he plays a good racist though. Well, <laughs> sure. I mean, we won't be saying what he says uh, because fuck people yeah. like him. Except for one thing later on that I've got a few questions about. Right? Yeah, go for it. yeah, yeah. Look forward to that. Um, they basically get out of the cab and he's like, "You gentlemen, you saved this country. You can have the ride for free." Uh, and uh, and they, they they basically go to this what I would have called the Darby and Joan Club, but I'm told Darby and Joan doesn't exist anymore. It no longer exists, which is where my gran used to go in the nineties. Um, and then he's like, uh, oh, "To this old woman, are you going to miss me?" She's like, "Uh." Yeah, you know I really miss you. She gives him a kiss. He's like, I was thinking you wank me off or something. And she's like, Oh, you dirty old bastard! I'm like, Shy bands and that. Eh? Um, you got to go. You might as well go Westmail. Yeah. Um, it's a Friday night in this club. Rod and Tom, right? And I've got to be honest. I think the acting on this 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 couple of lines is brilliant. You want a drink? You want a couple of cheeky tequilas? Get these birds some cheeky tequilas. Oh, I'm gonna smash the granny out of that. I liked that. Because I thought I could imagine lads I used to work with being like the northern oh, version yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there, there was uh, in the background bizarrely for the club. They in the background they had screens on, and it was showing Man United versus Arsenal. Oh, good spot. Well done. Um, for reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The reasons I assume is because they used the same set for the cup draw later on in the thing. <laughs> the, exactly the same set. For no other reason. Oh, I decided to go back to the same club. No, <laughs> it was the one club you could afford to use. You've got one pub and one club. You filmed on the outside of the pub and the club and the inside of the pub and the club. Next. Um Heading back in it, to the girl's place in the cab. It's the same cabbie giving the illegal immigrant chat. And Tom gives it the, here, mate, shut your fucking face. I know, I like, I really like that. Yeah. <laughs> You're boring, mate. Yeah. <laughs> There's, um, when, when they're in the, uh, the, in the cab, mm-hmm. thinking about bridges, uh, in the background, there's a it's, um, Battersea Bridge that's all lit up. Okay. Oh, that's the one. That's the one I was looking up. Um, opened in 1890, uh, and it links Chelsea and Battersea. Oh, yeah. um, it's also used in uh, Made in Chelsea a lot in their cutscenes. It's, um, it's definitely in Lockstock, isn't it, when, they drop the, the, when the guns are precariously balanced? It on the, is, at the, the very, very end, yeah. And so, looking at that, I worked out that they were they would have been on Albert Bridge crossing over the Thames. Oh, right, okay. Look at this. <laughs> Fucking hell, bridge chat. I, I looked bridge at a map. I, <laughs> no, I like it. It's good. I like God it. damn you, Google Maps. <laughs> Uh, the next morning, Tommy's woken up by a nutter in a Stone Island jumper. Well, yeah, again, <laughs> I hope go. it's yeah. not got fucking blood on it. Uh, holding a kitchen knife to his throat. Rod comes in with his cricket bat and smashes him around the back of the head to make him <laughs> run for it, which I kind of liked. Uh, there's a bit here where the, the girls, because they, 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 fall, they, they fall asleep on them, mm-hmm. and one of them says, um, oh, it's a real shame, he's hung like a pike. And the other one says, Good for you. I've got a stickleback. <laughs> okay. It's funny if you know your fish. Uh, the pike <laughs> generally refers to the northern pike in uh, northern Europe and America, known as the river wolf, a real nasty bastard. Apparently, they will eat absolutely anything, including ducks. Uh, last year at Ullswater, there was a report of a monster eating geese, and it turned out it was a really large pike. Wow. Yeah, so I assume it's still there. We'll probably see it again next year. Uh, it's named after the weapon, the pike, because of its long shape. Uh, thanks to my uh, my work colleague, Sarah, for the the pike fact. She's a she's a fish she's a fisherman. She looks like one. Um, I'm not sure why I'm shouting that out. The fucking Blair Witch. She doesn't listen. 
Uh, I was going to say, does that does that mean does that make you a fisherman's friend? Hey, hey. <laughs> uh, the average length of a pike is sixteen to twenty-two inches, or a gavin, as we'd call it. <laughs> I was going to say, sounds about right. Uh, <laughs> a stickleback average length is three inches, or a John, as Kirsty calls them. <laughs> oh, it's knucklebacks! Is his knuckleback? <laughs> <laughs> She's always saying, "Look at this picture." <laughs> <laughs> they live on small insects and fish eggs. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I love some ovaries. Uh, <laughs> so Bill owns a flower wholesaler, right? And we meet Tamar Hassan, right? This character, Fred. Now, I would argue Tamar Hassan is, is, is wasted in this. Yeah. But He's 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 shitting everything. He's not a good actor, but he's in fucking ev. Boy, is he in everything. If you yeah. basically need some some barely kind of, I don't know, Persian looking Cockney, you yeah. call for get me Hassan on the line, <laughs> and he's there for a chip butty and a bit of a toot. <laughs> um, he supplies Fred with drugs, but Fred's also the head of the Millwall firm. Um, mm. He gets a call. Uh, we hear his brother Terry's just been battered around the head with a cricket bat. Ooh. Ooh that'll come back. Mm, oh, dear. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it's now time for the third round cup draw. Uh, we don't like the FA Cup third round, do we, Gavin? It's <laughs> a waste of time. Oh, what a load of fucking <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah, we're playing the third round and then we go out because we've got more important <laughs> things to do, like stay up and finish mid-table. <laughs> Yeah, mid-table. <laughs> Yay, staying up. <laughs> Ron was playing GTA Vice City. Now, mm. other than the company making this film, do either of you know what the casting connection is? Um, it, no. Dan, Danny Dyer. Yeah, Danny Dyer was Ken um, Paul. Yeah. yeah. He's in two, two of them, right? Oh, is he in... I, I can't remember. I think I wrote it down, but I don't yeah. know. Is he, is he in Vice City Stories as well? The the PSP one? Man, I love my PSP. He might be that. Phil like, Collins is in that PSP one, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's Phil Collins, and I've won one Oscar. Ah, uh... <laughs> uh, there you go. So he's in, uh, he's in Vice City and San Andreas. Is he? I don't remember him in San Andreas at all. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, Memorable. it's... Um, yeah, Kent Paul is the manager of... Um, Sean Ryder's character in it. Sean Ryder's briefly in Vice City. <laughs> I know they've remastered it and they're meant to be garbage, but I, I really want to go back and play Vice City again. There was a point in my life where I knew Vice City better than any city I'd ever lived in. <laughs> Which just goes to show what a fucking loser I am. Oh, shut up, loser. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zebedee and Raph are robbing a house. Billy's taking mm. his wife, Barbara, who's not a character, out for scampi and chips and to watch the cup draw. Oh, the vinegar on these, or the grease on these scampi and chips, by the way. Mm, oh, yummy, oh. yummy. Uh, <laughs> oh, I was going to say, uh, Zebedee and um, Raph, yeah. um, right. when, when they're getting ready to go and rob, they're uh, enjoying a, a fair, fair amount of cocaine there. Yes. Are we lame? And um, he says to him, um, he calls it Davis. Oh right, and, okay. And I was like, "That's not something I know. Why? Why is it called Davis?" So I, I looked it up. Uh, called Davis after Dickie Davis because he had a white cowlick. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. 
That's amazing. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't go in those circles, but fucking hell, I, I, I kind of want to ask somebody if I can get some Davis. No, it's yeah. not going to work in Carlisle. They're going to go, what? That's brilliant. Wow. I was going to say they'll give you a white coos lick, but it's not going to happen, is it? <laughs> Chance to be a fine thing. Um, he can't hear the draw because of these loud twats at the bar and he ends up getting in a fight. Um, Portsmouth draw Middlesbrough. Uh, <laughs> Premier League game back then. Uh, one hell of a trip, though. 316 miles or five hours and 18 minutes with no traffic. Bloody hell. Yeah, to what to, to go from one of the most depressing places in the world to Middlesbrough, the second most <laughs> depressing place in the world. And I know, I used to live there. Uh, Chelsea get Millwall away. Oh, and they all go mm. mad. Tommy and Roger in the same bar. They get chased out through the city by the guy that, ne- that they nearly killed into the taxi. Mm. The last time Millwall and Chelsea played was 1995. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I assume Chelsea won that. Uh, no. Oh, wow. Uh, it was a cup game and Millwall won on penalties. Bloody hell. That's embarrassing. Yeah. But then Not, I... <laughs> at the moment, it, it would be about right. <laughs> uh... um, they get, yeah, they get chased through, but they get saved by the taxi driver. Um, the same taxi driver, because there's only one taxi driver in London. <laughs> yep. Did you spot who he blamed for not being able to have a good night out in London, by the way? Two two groups of people. Well, two things. I don't remember. Goths. In a way. <laughs> the blacks, quote unquote, and fun pubs. Right. So, f- ignoring the first bit because he's a racist, what the fuck is a fun pub? Is that a themed pub? <laughs> Possibly. Maybe. Irish pub? You know, no. like bicycle on the wall. It gets, uh, the, the pub landlord gets upset about, you know. <laughs> um, but there's certainly none in Carlisle, just farmers in stinking jumpers. You know, I don't know. What, I don't go to the pub for fun in Carlisle, I can assure you. Um, I was thinking of, when you, when you said fun pubs, I was thinking of uh, the terrible kind of places like Chicago's and oh, anything, man, anything named after anything named after an American city. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> Brooklyn's bar. Oh, yeah, all those kind of places. <laughs> Oh, John, what's that rotten one up the um, at the end of Socky Hall Street with the fucking car hanging out the front of it? Oh, the garage. The garage. <laughs> yeah, the garage. Brutal man. Brutal. Uh, I mean, that's a club, so it doesn't count, does it? But anyway, still though. Uh, so it's Griffin Nation sleazes. It's there's a uh, glasses of uh, Buckfast. Glasses of tap. Buckfast. Yeah, do it on tap. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, see you've 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 come up in the world in Glasgow. I'll tell you. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Clean glasses as well. None of your rubbish, man. He's in it and rinsed it out with a with a. Sorry, can I have a clean clean glass? Just, yes, we, your highness. Just, just scrub it with some Jeff and get all that. that. <laughs> uh, Bill goes to get Albert for his flight, and we discovered he's died in his chair. And he's kind of touching. Uh, and Bill does that thing and, and moves moves his. his yeah, it yeah, doesn't no. work though, does it? It only works. After I originally thought I originally thought that was Frank Feastenders. When I first saw his character, I was like, that's Frank. Because he's sounding like Flip. At no point does he go, run around. (laughs) (laughs) He never turns up in just a dicky bow. All right, darling. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That day, the boys are off to Liverpool away. Liverpool away. Stamford Bridge to Anfield, three hours, 50 minutes with no traffic. uh, As if there's no traffic in London. (laughs) Uh, And uh, 223 miles. There you go. 
I don't know why. I, it, it must be at some point here that I've written down what a waster by the Libertines. Oh yeah, this is when they're on the they're it's, on the thing. Yeah, Rachel noticed yeah. this. She loves the Libertines. I yeah. would rather eat my own dick. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but so I write. I just write some stuff about that down. So written by Carl Barat and Pete Dockey, um, uh, which a song appropriately about drug use, <laughs> of course. And Pete's a massive QPR fan, and. Okay. Used to be the editor of the All Quiet on the Western Avenue fanzine. Yeah, I remember hearing something about him being a fanzine editor. Uh, he, he's literally a massive QPR fan now, isn't well, he? I mean, we're not fat shaming, but boy, he I likes a big breakfast, doesn't he? Oh, he he does, and also he he makes no sense because he was a junkie who got fat. No, that how does that work? <laughs> I guess when you're not a junkie anymore, you've got to replace it with something. It just so happens he's replaced smack with cholesterol. Uh, <laughs> it's what Scottish people eat. <laughs> it's the munchies. Never had that in the munchies. <laughs> uh, Bill got burgled last night. Uh, whoever it was, Nick, the PlayStation, the TV, Andy's mobile phone. And Rod oh, comes yeah. up with this idea. Why don't you ring it? And we'll see if we can scare the bastards. Further up the bus, who answers the phone? Oh, bloody uh, Zebedee. Zebedee. Yeah, they kick them off the bus in front of this bit of wasteland that just says, <laughs> The North. <laughs> I <laughs> fucking pricks. <laughs> I mean, I mean, when, when, they've got all the, uh, when they've got all those Liverpool fans, I, I just thought, that wasteland looks about right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they've, they've, spent a few bob, they've spent a few bob on Liverpool in the last 20 years, I can assure uh, you. Um, bet you didn't need to look at Google Map for that one. Well, like, I didn't look on Google Map because I thought, I'm pretty sure that's Thornton Heath. <laughs> Bit of London sh- chat for you there, everybody. Uh, s- South London slagging. Um, your man says, uh, your man says, are you Chelsea? And he's like, uh, yeah. He says, meet my mate Stanley. And he's got Stanley. Like, That's a bit on the fucking nose, isn't it? There's also sound effects to that point where they pull the Stanley lines. Oh, There's yeah. A- like, like Foley. Yeah. You're like, what, what that is there? that? <laughs> Where's that come from? Um, Stanley knife's a retractable, replaceable blade known as a box cutter in America or a Fulham cutter in the shed end. <laughs> uh, uh, American company that bought J.A. Chapman in Sheffield, England and introduced the knives to the UK a quick slide retractable utility knife £9.99 from Screwfix and it's in stock in Slough so you can be tooled ah. up as I believe you lot say for the game Ready at Anfield go. on Saturday Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've also doxed you on the internet there Gav, sorry for all your Chelsea smiling needs there indeed they basically they, they they get back on the bus. They let them back on the bus, mm. and they stop at these services for beer. Can you buy beer at the services? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. I've never. I think I think yeah, because they they've got like. But back in the, back in the early two thousand, yeah, it might have, yeah, it might have been tricky. And again, when was the last time either of you boys drank a Bex? Hey, <laughs> that oh. is an early to mid two thousands beer. Yeah, it's like uh, Star of Praman. You don't see that anywhere anymore, do you? Or Hogarden. <laughs> Mind Hogarden. Uh, Bex is. It, it just reminds me of being at somebody's house having a barbecue, and that's all that there is. Uh, <laughs> yes. it's, it's, it's the they, last resort. They've got, a, they the got a deal resort. down the offie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bill, Tom, and Roy spot these Stoke fans from the top of the film. Uh, they smash them and get arrested. They get put in the back of the wagon with five other Nutter fans. The music, of course. Did you spot the music here, lads? Uh, 
I oh, did. It was oh, the was same. It was, it was the same beat over and over again. It was really fucking annoying. But it's a great bit. Left, left, left field. No, it was the streets, fit, but you know it. Uh, oh, I loved the fucking streets. Those first two yeah, streets are amazing. Yeah, they're brilliant. Uh, number four in the UK, number 11 in Ireland, 37 in Australia, and 42 in Sweden's Sverge Top Liston. <laughs> it went gold in the UK, gold, after selling 400,000 copies. Not bad. Especially considering everyone seems to just remember Dry Your Eyes, Dry Your mate, Eyes which mate. is the yeah. worst yeah, that, song. Um, yeah, uh, original pirate material was just, I'd never heard anything like that. Like it just, well, I had, but it just sounded like I was listening to local drum and bass radio. You know, like yeah. local pirate drum and bass radio. Like the, the Terry Wogan stuff that Peter Serafinowicz used to do. I don't know if you've ever heard that. <laughs> Shout out to Inhaler. <laughs> um, I mean, not not a fact, but I think it's in uh, original pirate material is in my brother Dan's top ten albums of all time. It's a great, it's a great, it's a good choice. It's a fantastic listen. Tom has this nightmare that he's been battered in a tunnel, and there's this kid with a bandaged face. Um, and you said before we before no. Gavin came on the on the recording, you said John, you thought this bit was going to be something. I th- I thought this was going to be deep. <laughs> I thought it was going to be either himself. Or a younger brother or something like that had been killed and and like killed or something really really deep meaningful. Yeah, and it went fucking nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it means like even when you see who it is a bit later on, and we'll tell you, it still goes nowhere. But it's just it Mm. does like a fake out, doesn't it? It's like oh, it's all right, he's okay. Leave a toot for me, you know. (laughs) Oh, fuck off! It's so cheap. They get all three of them get a custodial sentence in the court. Um, at Albert's funeral, Bill explains uh, that Tommy should join them in Australia, uh, put distance between him and the fighting. Uh, Billy has a punishment for Zebedee and Raph. Did you see? I love. I, I mean, what does he do? What does he do? <laughs> he lets his kids throw darts into their human flesh. Yeah, they draw the dartboard on the t-shirts, <laughs> listeners, right? And they throw darts at them. Okay. Was he say something like a first to a hundred wins? First to a hundred wins, right? <laughs> oh, now these kids must be very good at scoring darts because there's no specific doubles <laughs> or anything like that. No. So I think it's just throw hoist some darts at them till I've had enough, right? So, and then one of them has a little word in his ear, and then uh, goes over and kicks him in the balls. Kicks him in the balls. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so. I decided to do some Googling here, and I Googled the following words at work, working for local council. I probably shouldn't have done that. Um, Has anyone ever been murdered by throwing a dart? (laughs) You will not believe what I ended up reading from The Independent, and I've truncated this somewhat, right? But I'll read (laughs) verbatim. In May 1989, a Welshman named John Cooper filmed an appearance of the cult ITV game show Bullseye. He was skilled at darts, talked of the beauty of the Welsh coastline, and happily told presenter Jim Bowen of his love of scuba diving. You have an unusual hobby, John, haven't you? Bowen asked. And Cooper, during the programme, said, Oh yes, scuba diving on the coastline. We've got deep water where you can swim over mountains and all sorts of things. Cooper's performance on the show was relatively short-lived. Kicked off after the first round, having failed to answer a sufficient number of general knowledge questions, he was then invited back in a later round. But that also proved unsuccessful. All three darts he threw... Missed the target. (laughs) He forced a smile for the cameras nonetheless. Three weeks later, Cooper held a pair of Oxford holidaymakers at gunpoint, tying them up and holding them captive near a coastal cliff edge in Pembrokeshire. 
He demanded the couple, named Peter and Gwenda Dixon, hand over their bank cards and pin numbers before shooting them both at point-blank range. Fucking hell. John's face. Fucking hell. <laughs> you, two, that, that... you two look like that took a turn. That went somewhere I wasn't expecting yeah. it to go. I mean, yeah. I mean, to be fair, we know he's not a great shot, so it had to be point range. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't find anything about using darts to murder people. Although those oh, fucking big man. lawn darts would be pretty good at that, wouldn't they? I... Yeah. <laughs> That was that. That went somewhere really didn't bad. Didn't it just? Didn't, didn't it? it just? That's pretty. I thought you were going to say he held them at gunpoint, demanding his speedboat. <laughs> <laughs> we just live on the coastline. Yeah. Unluckily <laughs> for did... him, he had to share a a, a a a Leyland Metro with his brother. <laughs> uh... <laughs> he'd be he'd be the only person where winning the speedboat on Bullseye would have actually worked out all right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> Didn't even deserve bus fare home. Was it BFH man? home. Billy and Fred get into a fight over this children's game of football. Posturing, <laughs> shouting, racist. This bit about, oh, you've got your kebab shop to open. He's like, oh, you sell your drugs to a Turkish man. Oh, this guy. So okay. apparently, uh, according to that documentary, mostly ad-libbed, and the uh, the kebab line actually really annoyed him. Of course it did. Oh, really? Of course it did. <laughs> it's also the only actual piece of football in this film is those kids kicking it about. Right, wow. okay. Oh, well, enough, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even yeah, didn't even realise that. Uh, and probably would have been some of the, the better football it being Chelsea, of course. Uh, hey. Um, Unnecessary. Yeah, yes, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> Come on the podcast and be fucking insulted. As if paying a quid a month isn't enough to be insulted. Um, Rod's been dating the court clerk from his case. Uh, Tommy isn't impressed. Wanna, wanna be middle class scum. I ought to kick her back to Penge. <laughs> now, the Penge thing didn't mean anything to me at all. Does it mean anything to you? Like not, middle class not massively. Oh. Um, I mean, it's a it's a suburb, isn't it? So yeah. I guess that's the only thing you can think of. Yeah, um, it, it's that. Yeah, southeast London Brooks. suburb, seven miles from Charing Cross, uh, famous for the Penge murders. In 1875, <laughs> Frederick Hunt murdered his wife and children, and then in 1877, wealthy heiress Harriet Staunton, together with her infant son, was starved to death by her husband and his associates. I assume because he was a Tory. Uh, <laughs> that's what they like doing, isn't it? Starving yeah. people, to, starving yeah. kids and women to death. Um, Tommy tries to talk to Billy, but Billy thinks it's erectile dysfunction and gives him a Viagra. <laughs> Tommy's like, I'm paranoid. I keep seeing these signs of my name on, asking me if it's worth it, and he gives me fucking Viagra. At Boots... Four fifty milligram tablets of uh, Viagra, nineteen ninety nine. Shut up, listeners. Uh, <laughs> apparently, the best value deal, and this is on this is Boots website words, not mine. Our best value deal: eight tablets, a bottle of Durex lube, and thirty, yes, thirty Johnnies. For fifty seven ninety nine. Well, that's like that thing in the Amazon when you go like, buy this. No, they've also bought this and this together. A big massive dildo. <laughs> Thirty Johnnies. Thirty Johnnies. I, mean, I know. 
there's only so many of those you can fill up with piss at the football and drop on the fans below. You know? <laughs> Have you got your family planning? You get more for free. That's what I used to well, do. Well, that's what I used to do. Maybe you don't know if you can do that anymore. I don't know. Uh, Gavin, just out of interest, you're uh, you're you're a healthcare specialist. Do they yeah. still do Viagra on uh, on uh, prescription? On prescription, yes, yeah, okay. um, for uh, erectile dysfunction and um, some blood pressure. All right, uh, is it bringing blood pressure? First- Blood uh, and Jane and blood pressure pills yeah. in it originally. Yeah, yeah I always, I, mean. I always used to like taking uh, Viagra to help me with vaginas as well. I mean, oh, sorry, angina got you. Hi <laughs> <laughs> uh, Released originally in nineteen ninety eight. By the way, I thought it was uh, late two thousands, but it wasn't. It was uh, nineteen ninety eight. The heady days, or the yeah, getting heady days, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> of course, if this was. Um... Uh, certain American podcasts at this point you would start a Blue Chew advert yeah absolutely you would <laughs> S- S- Silver, Silver Dill Silver Dill or whatever they call it yeah that, that's absolute Blue Chew Blue Chew why would you the chewing gum that also gives you a stoner nice yeah okay <laughs> you don't want to get them mixed up <laughs> no you don't <laughs> I hated this Rod and his partner talking... I, I mean, I hated all of it. I hated the whole fucking thing. But this bit specifically, I'm talking about meeting her parents on Saturday, and he points out, oh, no, it's Millwall. I said, You'd rather watch football than meet my parents. Did you clock his response, by the way? I was too busy uh, watching him flicking I, his fag into the, yeah. into the plant. It's like, I, I'm a bloke or something. I, well, I, I am male. Oh, God. Oh, and then I mean, he says it again. Like, oh. To be fair... I thought if he's got tickets for the game, you know he's already he's already paid out. They she's are sw- not going in to the one. game. At no I point know, do they go. She doesn't to the game. know that. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Well, she soon finds out. Uh, yeah. On the <laughs> on this estate, Zebedee beats the fuck out of this drug dealer in his car, robbing him, leaving him. For, but he comes back and fucking kicks him in the head, doesn't he? he gives him an absolute <laughs> right. belter. Ladies and old Bill's going through Albert's case, right? And did was that, you was spot- it, hang on two seconds. Was, that, was were they in a convert? Was that, did I not read this wrong? Were they in a convertible Ford Escort? It, well, I thought it was a Ford, but it had BMW wheels, it had BMW oh. rims. I thought it was something like a, a yeah. I was certain RS, it was. Tur- RS Turbo or something. Yeah, just no, it had BMW rims. I noticed it the second time oh, I watched shit. it. I was like, ah. Oh. Oh. Did you spot what was in the case that old Albert was taking away with him? I yeah. had to pause it, like, but I spotted yeah. it all. Um, there was, uh, was there wine, wine gums? There was, yeah, Maynard's wine gums. Uh, there was uh, pot noodles. Pot noodles. Licorice Catherine wheels. <laughs> um, some toothbrushes, for some reason. I've seen the toothbrushes. A hip flask and a bonnet, <laughs> like a proper flat cap, which obviously was going to need in Australia, of course. Just in Maynard's wine gums, I was like, why the hell is he taking so many bloody wine gums? I mean, my my father-in-law is, uh, is an old Glaswegian man, and when he goes on holiday to Spain, he takes cup of soups, tins of tuna, and porridge. Oh. All ne- things ne- you can get in Spain. Nitetlis, though? Like uh, said, then. No, I think he gets <laughs> uh, no because the thing is he goes to the British shop and he buys and he buys. Why are you taking <laughs> tins of tuna? And then he complains that his case is overweight. You're like, <laughs> you open it up and he's got fucking sixteen tins of fucking John West. Let him, he should drain a tuna before he goes anywhere. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> fucking training. Uh, <laughs> uh, wine gums invented in 1909 by Charles Maynard. They contain no wine. Why, John? Why must sweets lie to us? 
I know. I know. Uh, Pot Noodles are 46 years old this year, lads. Same age as uh, Rachel. Uh, and oh. in, she, she shouldn't give away a lady's age, but it's all right. My, <laughs> my wife, no lady. I'm getting battered for that. Uh, in August 2002, a series of television adverts that described Pot Noodle as the slag of all snacks. <laughs> was withdrawn <laughs> after complaints to the Independent Television Commission. It gets oh. better. The related poster campaign involved around the hot noodle range with a tagline, hurt me, you slag, <laughs> <laughs> was withdrawn by Unilever after the Advertising Standards Authority upheld complaints that, quote-unquote, the tone could be interpreted as condoning violence. <laughs> Man, oh, I can, in my head, oh, I can, uh, all I'm thinking is, if you get it wet, it's edible. <laughs> <laughs> I should sell that to them. <laughs> you slag. All you need, all you need to do now is go back in time to when they were going to run that campaign and slot that <laughs> in. Slot that. Whoa, there you go. <laughs> and you're endo. Oh, all right, Sachi and Sachi, fucking hell. <laughs> in the pub, old Bill and Tommy are talking. Tommy says he he might one day have a kid, and he's going to call it Dorian. <laughs> uh, he leaves his wallet he says uh, oh, yeah Greg look after my wallet uh, and goes to the toilet while he's having a piss this bunch of Millwall come in with Fred looking for Tommy Johnson Tommy. Uh, yep. they spot him and ask if he knows Tommy he says his name's Dorian uh, and, and there was some pretty horrible things said about I it know. he yeah. can't prove it because he doesn't have his wallet right then his phone rings like they go- they've let him go and he's about to go mm. and at that point his phone rings um, and he passes it to Fred it's Rod. Is Dorian there? And they're like, oh, they're leaving B. But here's the thing. What they needed to do was 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 insert that phone call partway through the conversation. Not when Aye. he's leaving. When they told him like, to go. Is it pointless? Yeah, it at that point, it's pointless. All. Yeah. Uh, but they leave him B. Old Bill explains he knew he'd give him a fake name. Uh, like we did in the army. And they cheers. To Dorian! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our famous Dorians, the Dorians, were an ancient Greek people, uh, one of the four castes of ancient Greece. Uh, Dorian Bubanski has been capped five times for Macedonian national football team. <laughs> oh, I went deep here. And The Picture of Dorian Gray was an 1890 novel by Oscar Wilde. And uh, I think Gavin probably has got a painting in his fucking attic. You fucking know he has. <laughs> you know he has. It's, it's like a Pollack painting of the amount of dirty things he's done, probably. <laughs> I really like myself. Uh... <laughs> Tommy has the dream. You look, you look for one in a white cause licks as well. <laughs> Tommy has the dream again where he gets the shit pummeled out of him. The kid approaches him and doesn't know who he is still, uh, but he takes the bandages off uh, and he wakes up. Rod tells him that he got hammered and punched Billy's wife, Barbara, oh, breaking her funniest, jaw. Uh... Right. Now, I remember this bit out of the book, and I think it goes on for some... I think he avoids him for days. I'm sure that's part of it. Um, he rings Zebedee on this little red Nokia. Right? <laughs> I, and I was kind of like... Did you notice what one it was? I didn't notice which one. It, and I Googled it's, it. It's, 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 it's the 8210. It's the smallest commercial Nokia phone. Oh, man, uh, it, it only weighed 79 grams. Wow, it was too small. It was too small for my big fat thumbs. Oh, mate, I've got a story about that. Uh, is it Peter Longcrantz who used to play for Rangers? Yeah. But I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you it off air. Okay. Tell you it, it, could, it could be liable. Right, okay. So it's not one that we can give to patrons. Bearing in mind there, no, is, no. Only, there is only about 17 of them. 
<laughs> no, because he might ask for it back. No, I'm going <laughs> is, is he not the one that died? Oh, Peter Lovenscrantz not the one that died. It's okay if he's dead. Uh, is is he is he not the one who um, with the dog? Got, he's the one with yeah. the dog. Yeah, he's the, the one. one with the dog. Oh, yeah, happy birthday to my beautiful boy. And the guy. <laughs> and, and the hope, the hope, he, hope he goes. <laughs> hope he goes out to play for Rangers <laughs> like his dad. And it was a dog. And the picture is, and I'll put this on the social. The picture is his dad in the Rangers shirt, but the dog's head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's one I've shared a couple of times. In the I'm pretty sure it's something I think oh, about man. all the time. Uh, <laughs> um, Rod explains he needs to go to the house and beg. Uh, when he gets there, he drops to his knees in the drive. And Bill's, Bill's, <laughs> Bill's line is, you soppy, maggy streak of piss. Um, and they're all behind the car laughing. He's like, oh, I really needed this right now with me fucking dreams, billboards, <laughs> florists, all that bollocks. <laughs> like, like, we know this because we've seen all this, but they must be thinking, billboards and florists, what? Uh, he's losing his shit. Uh, it's the day before Millwall. Uh, Harris is the head of the thing. He's talking with the rest of the crew about Billy being liability. Now, they're playing poker in this room which has got like a fucking like a speakeasy like window on it. Like you can pull the window aside and go, all right, lads, want another pint? And then shut it. And for some yeah. reason, Billy's in whatever room this is looking through the thing. They go, oh, yeah, he's, he's you know, oh, he's, he's, a, yeah, he's a liability. Yeah, too much too, a spent force, all this kind of stuff. He heads away upset. And basically it's like, she, this is where Bev, like one of her only, or Barbara, one of her only lines, are you not going to eat your dinner, darling? <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, not a character. There's almost a, a moment of reflection for him there, though, where he says, yeah. you, 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 think I, yeah, you think I'm all right, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of like, course, yeah. Mm. It's, uh, yeah, I guess so. Well, well, you attacked that guy in the pub when we were going for dinner. Um, uh, yeah. you, you probably you, not. You, you, promised to, you promised to take me up the West End for tapas, and we ended up we ended up down the fucking crooked billet for <laughs> greasy food. So you could watch the the cup draw and, and attack some loud guy. Brilliant. Oh yeah, you're just a stand up you're a stand up member of the community, mate. Yeah, great. Thanks. Uh, I don't regret a moment marrying you. By the way, there's a bit on it where they keep going. Uh, there's a bit where the, the the guy in court says, you're 40 years old. 40? <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off, is this guy fucking three years younger than me. <laughs> Get out. He's talking to Tom, and he says, oh, I've got this for Millwall. And he's like, fucking hell, it's a shooter. And he's like, no, it's just a flare gun. And he's like, you'll fucking kill somebody with that. Like, or, or do a gender reveal, one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> sure. um, they're on this bus, classic route master, by the way. I almost expected Blakey to come along and go, you're being a fucking racist on my bus. They were on a Hearns coach at one point. I also looked up Hearns coaches eventually. I did, did you? The wee bit back in the world after that. Their, website, their website's full of shit. <laughs> Hearns of Edgware, from their website, established by Ronald and Patricia Hearn in 1947, the company is now run by three generations of the family. Piss off. Uh, they, they, when they're on that coach, though, they, they have a uh, Chelsea Union flag. Oh, yeah, that's quite nice. Yeah. Um, an actual uh, lent to them by a former member of the Chelsea Headhunters. Oh, Oh wow. So it's a wow. it's a legitimate um but I mean, who, hooligan, hooligan flag. Fantastic. <laughs> it's um it's good you should mention uh, the, the headhunters there. 
And I've got a bit of a quiz for you. Oh. Yeah. So I've got five firms. John's delighted he's not having to do I'm out. I'm I've out. got five <laughs> firms for you here. And you need to tell me, right? Who who they I've actually got more, but I'm gonna pick from this list because I couldn't I couldn't <laughs> pick. So I'm just gonna pick randomly from this list. Okay, so uh, one of my favorites, the Cleethorpes Beach Patrol. If you know oh, your geography, this is, this is a this is a this is a league team. This is where geography is not going to be my friend. Um, I have no idea where Cleethorpe is. It's in is. Lincolnshire. I'll give you that. Ah, uh, nah, it's still no. Oh, uh, it's Grimsby. <laughs> Grimsby. T- uh, yeah, there you go. Um, okay. How about the Fine Young Casuals? <laughs> Which is a great, great name. Great name. Great name. Um, this is not an ears. This is not one I know. It just helps uh, to guess. Because, you know, one of 92, innit? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go, uh, maybe, let's go Evan. You're not a million miles away ge- geographically. Uh, it's <laughs> Oldham Athletic. Oh. Okay, we'll go for a, uh, we'll go... <laughs> I'm doing as well as I do in Dan's quizzes. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. We'll go for a South London one, he says. That uh, I think they're South London, but maybe not. The Cockney Firestarters. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd think it was East London, but I, I'm pretty sure this is South London. Uh, South London. Um, Palace? Charlton. Oh, yeah. Technically South London, no, right? That'd be South, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Let's go another Premier League team. Uh, this one is the Service Crew. Uh, oh, the, the the United Service Crew. There you go. Sometimes I think they just don't put the effort in. No, do they? they don't. Um, United. Okay, that narrows it down mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, is it? Oh, let's. Is it Manchester United? It isn't. It is their biggest Warrant. rivals, Leeds. Uh, one more because this has gone <laughs> very badly. This is this has gone as well as I expected. Yeah. Uh, how about the um, again? This one, this one doesn't really give too much away. We would call them a London club, but they are not a London club. Uh, the Risk Squad. A London squad that's not a London yeah a London team that's not not technically London. Watford. It is. Elton John's a member of the Watford Risk Squad. There you go. <laughs> you got one. Oh, uh, you got one out of one. five. Let's throw another couple in, just because because I think it's interesting. Uh, <laughs> the South Midlands Hit Squad. I wouldn't class this place in the Midlands, but okay. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Personally, um, maybe it is. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. See, I'm going to say again, geography is not my strong point. <laughs> um, I like maths. <laughs> uh, I don't. Um, Birmingham. Oh, that no, it's the West Midlands. Uh, Oxford. Yeah. Oxford. And finally, oh. you'll never get this. I don't think I would ever get this. The Blazing Squad. No, not that one. Uh, it's a big club. Eh, oh, arguably. That's not what I was going to go with then. Uh, um, big club. Uh, Newcastle. Oh, no, it's not. I can assure you. I can assure you and all of our listeners, Newcastle United is not and probably never will be a big club. Uh, they have won one trophy, the Intercity Fairs <laughs> Cup in the 50s. They are not a big club. Uh, no, uh, Man City. Oh, oh I was going to see Man City as well. Blazing squad. They can't be proud of that one. I. 
who knows? I assume Maybe... they. I assume they were there before the, the you, pop you act. Would, you would hope so, <laughs> wouldn't you? You would absolutely hope so. Uh, other really weird ones: Sheffield Wednesday, the Owls Crime Squad, and is that it? Queens Park Rangers, the Bush Babies. Uh, Shepherd's Bush. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, that makes sense. Plymouth Argyle, the central element. There's nothing central about Plymouth. <laughs> uh, Newcastle is either the Newcastle Gremlins and the young the young kids are called the New Batch, which is kind of clever. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play them at night. Don't play them after yeah. twelve. Uh, Man United. Don't get them wet. <laughs> because we're edible. <laughs> uh, Man United, the inner city jibbers. For some reason, uh, the Ipswich Punishment Squad. Border City Firm, Carlisle, there's like 10 of them. There's like 10 of them, and they're all 12. I've met a few of them. Uh, Bradford City, The Ointment. I was going to ask you that one, because uh, I know a lot of my Ooh. mates. I've I, I've hung around with a few ointment before. They are scum. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> scum. Um, and uh, Villa Youth, Steamers, Villa Hardcore, Sea Crew. They all sound like they're drum and bass artists, all of them. <laughs> I thought I thought they like the sea crew bit. I was like, I don't know, scouts or boys brigade or something, like. <laughs> along with the blazing squad. <laughs> yeah, it's a Scientology department. Of course, I should have done it in the city firm because you'd have got that one. Yeah, yeah that's that uh, West Ham, West isn't it? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put that one down just because that's fun. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Again, another spent force. Let's see how they get on in the championship next year <laughs> going to Millwall. <laughs> They're going to get the that... foot kicked out of them. Wow. Yeah, that's a nice stadium you used to have. <laughs> um... <laughs> Would they take it off them? <laughs> well, no, but I think, I mean, they might... I imagine if if Millwall turned up to West Ham, oh right, Olympic of course, stadium, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they'll be replacing a lot of parts of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they, but they wouldn't. Uh, you know, uh, the, L- the, London course, Council would be replacing yes. it because it doesn't belong yeah. to them. Fuck it, because we all get free stadiums around here. Yeah. <laughs> Zebedee's telling this Sikh kid to fuck off home. It's awful. It's really bad. Old Bill's on the uh, same bus. Horrible. He gets up, screams, you don't even know you're born. He gets off the bus and just keels over in the gutter. Yeah. Like, because, I thought he was a goner. Because he's had, like, mm. defending people makes you fall over. Should have took that bloody Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> should have done. Poked his eye out. <laughs> <laughs> Rod's out for dinner with the girlfriend and... and and this the parents brilliant. and he's just done a line in the in the bathroom and he comes he goes oh that espresso's really kicked in she's like you don't drink espresso <laughs> all right yeah uh you know oh how's the air conditioning business oh you know yeah it's all right it's great enough but my real passion lies in kicking people's heads in at the football i gotta have my release in something but you wouldn't know that would you you fucking tosses or something like that with your stick so far up your ass and he's like mate can we get the bill please yeah thanks <laughs> I, I, I like the fact that he uh, when he was talking about his job his highlight was he gets to sit around the office <laughs> yes I like that a lot I like that a lot I'm pretty certain that Rod's character is the same character in uh, King Gary I'm certain it's exactly the same character 30 Johnnies I still can't get over that. I still, Jesus Christ, I've just, just seen that again. Still, isn't it? 30 Johnnies. Millwall away is one of those I've never had any interest in doing, but I know if I'm ever going to do the full 92, I'm going to have to go. I might just turn up in a fucking fez, like fucking <laughs> yeah. Danny 
Danny fucking what's his name? Danny Baker. Danny Baker. Yeah, and pretend to. <laughs> I don't know. Danny Baker, who uh, appears in this film, does he? He's um, this is just voiceover. The rate when they're doing the radio yeah. stuff, um, and it's him talking about this is one of those kind of seminal fixtures and all this oh, sort of stuff. Oh, right. So um, and of course, Danny Baker, mm-hmm. in terms of football, started six oh six. The football phone. He did, yeah. But him and Danny Kelly, who Danny Kelly's also da- Danny Kelly is in this. this. Yeah, <laughs> God, I haven't thought about Danny Kelly in years. I thought he was dead. <laughs> Big Chelsea fan, <laughs> uh, isn't he? He's a big top. Oh, is he? Oh, one of them. But Danny Baker and Danny Kelly used to do shows together Mm. about, well, supposedly about football. They various times got kicked off various radio stations, (laughs) but they ended up on like talk radio and Virgin Radio Mm -hmm. in the late 90s. And me and Dan used to listen to this because it was, as far from my memory, was superb. Yeah. Very, very little about football. It was all these strange eccentricities. There's one where we still quote this to each other and it's about oh, i forget his name there was a, an old tottenham player who was at some function and the guy called in to say like oh i was at this thing and uh, he got paid to do a speech and uh, he sat down and he ate, ate his dinner and that and then uh, they they had dessert and it was pie and he ate the pie and then he, he said any more pie and that was the only thing was he just wanted more pie mm-hmm. and after that they turned it into a whole thing about um the the riddler any more why uh, Ronald McDonald, any more fries? And it just went on and on and on. <laughs> and to this day, me and Dan will at times just look at each other and go, any more pie? Has <laughs> it stuck with you? Yeah. <laughs> Danny Baker was always one of these characters that would, would have every intention of talking about the subject and go on to anything. And I mean, yeah. absolutely anything. Even that short-lived... Um, Baker and Lineker podcast. I don't know if you listen to that. Mm, yeah. um, that was that was pretty good. But they didn't talk. They barely ever talked about <laughs> football. And then I think he might have been cancelled for saying something. Yeah. So he uh, he put out a, a picture on Twitter. Of, oh, uh, the baby of, of the chimp, yeah. chimpanzee yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the. Yeah. No. The rightly problem. so. Fucking fez wearing mm. twat. Uh, but, I, I, yeah, I liked him a lot. I'd I'd been to see him. I took my dad to see his one man show when he was talking about his book, and he has so many stories. It's it's like really interesting, but man, it's long. Yeah, um, it's about three hours of just him talking at you. Wow, he's back. He's doing it again. He's doing it now. He is. I, he's he on tour again. Came yeah. up on a Facebook advert for me. I was like, yeah. fucking hell! How that's old that's how I saw it as well. <laughs> right. Your algorithm's going, I'm, man. I'm, <laughs> if he comes to Carlisle, I'll go. If it's anywhere like Hexham, I'm not making the trip, even though it's only 40 minutes. If I have to go to Penrith, it's 30 minutes away. I'm not doing it. <laughs> if you come to Carlisle and I can walk there, I'll do it. Yeah. So, um, In the pub, the gang's all here, and in walks Rod. Yay, fantastic. Uh, Billy gets a call off Fred. Come find me. And this is it. So we're into the actual kind of the, 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 the main gravy. part of the main part of the, the, the well, the, the end of the film, the excitement very exciting here. Um, they get off this train at Surrey Keys railway station. Surrey Keys is a zone two overground. It's on the East London line. Uh, that's pretty much all the exciting things I had to say. <laughs> Surrey, <laughs> there is nothing going for it at all. Yeah. Arguably, it's not in Surrey. But there you go. Um, <laughs> they, uh, we spot the Den. Uh, the Den, of course, is the home of Millwall. It's in New Cross, built in 1993 to replace Gavin. Uh 
The Den. The Den, correct. <laughs> yeah, it used to be called The New Den, but now it's been about so long they just call it The Den. Fantastic naming convention. Uh, capacity of 20,146. Uh, you know the answer to this one, Gavin. I don't know if I know John doesn't. Two football clubs play football at The Den. Can you name them both? Oh, um, Millwall. Correct. <laughs> Your um, brother is screaming at you right now. He is screaming listening to this. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's generous. If if I'm on, he's not listening. Um, <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll download it. He won't listen. Um, <laughs> I don't know. The Dragons. Oh, The mighty Harchester United. John? One of the greatest TV shows of all time. Do you remember yep. Dream Team on Sky? Yes. Yeah. Me and Gary Lutheran. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, man. Still good. Still, I'm sure it isn't. I'm still it's utter fucking shite. But, you know. fucking gash. They, they, <laughs> they just made the. Uh, they just used uh, any team that played in blue and tried to change it the was, colour to purple. It was always Leicester. It was always Leicester. Yeah, was like you would see, it was at Filbert Street on the regular. It was weird. Yeah. Now, the almost the entire rest of the film, which is like 20 minutes, we just see yeah. them fucking walking. Yeah, it, black and white sometimes oh, as well. It was, man. It was so artistic. It's like Frodo and Sam going to fucking Mordor, this. <laughs> and it's all filmed under bridges and at the back of industrial estates and on a patch <laughs> of grass here. Was it coming old? <laughs> it looked like it, didn't it? Um, we walk over about five footbridges and finally get to the meet, which looks like it's held in a railway siding that was shut down in 64 under the bloody beaching cuts. And the big fight here looks like it's been choreographed by my year seven drama teacher, Mrs. Pickering. <laughs> it lasts two minutes and 46 seconds. And then yeah. the fuzz show up and basically chase them away. But it's too late. Tommy's been battered under a railway yeah. bridge. Ooh. Five of them drag him in there. Yeah, absolutely. And kick the fuck out of him. The next scene, he wakes up in a hospital bed next to his granddad. Uh, what are you in for? They call it grieving. I call it falling over. And I thought to myself, I don't remember any of the seven stages of grief being falling over. <laughs> and I was right. Shock, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance and hope, and processing grief. But at no point is it falling off a fucking bus. <laughs> so why, John? I was a bit... Why? I was a bit confused about why they were in the same ward. Uh, yeah, they wouldn't be, would they? Because like you've no. got like the old people shitting themselves ward, uh, <laughs> yeah. and then you've got the young people who deserve to get bad to fuck ward. No, the, the old people get the tellies, the young people don't get tellies. And I would assume also he would be uh, handcuffed to this bed because he's he's well, a criminal. Know. He's wanted for something. Yeah. Also, um, did you notice? And this is particularly for you, John. Did you yeah. notice the headphones? <laughs> oh, oh. Were, they, were they actually attached to the bed? On the back of the penis. On, on the back of the oh, you ass. motherfucker. I knew it's to come back to hunt me. <laughs> and I was going to say, um, so I I can only assume those headphones are for hospital radio, which doesn't really exist anymore. Oh, well, yeah. it exists in the... I had the, I had a look up. There are certain hospitals. Reading has its own hospital radio. Um, a couple of the London um, hospitals, never anywhere I've worked, but they used to have the the sockets that you could plug the headphones into, yeah. 
behind the beds there was just no longer any hospital radio for the for you right. to hear. But that's that's man, I'll, I'll need to watch children's word again and glare it off <laughs> <the> back to me. <laughs> that's you going on a register. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, Tom gets out, hobbles in, in, on crutches into the pub. They're all here to welcome him, except Billy, who's been sent down for calling the judge a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> which, which I kind of liked, to be honest. Um, in the toilet, Zeb's doing blow, and this is the bit where the lad uh, he beat and robbed comes in. Hello, Zebedee, and shoots him through the forehead. Just as, for no reason, he, I know he said, save me a bit, but I expected that he mm. would come out uh, just as uh, Tommy walks in and sees that. And then that's it. Going underground by the jam. I was a bit confused because, like, Tommy walks in as it's happening, and then we, like, so what? He just let him walk off. Like, I know. Is the witness there, mother? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, at no point does it. Well, it does these title cards at the end? At no point does it yeah. go Tommy's and uh, you know witness relocation or anything like that. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, but Zebedee's run was great. Ooh. Oh, Ze- Zebedee <laughs> dead at twenty four. I was like twenty four. <laughs> Shut up. I mean, he had an unfortunate hairline for twenty four. <laughs> some uh, fucking paper no. round. Paper round from Bermondsey, I guess. <laughs> There was on those um, on those title things. It does. It says where he where he gets sent sent to prison. Doesn't oh it? yeah, it did. I, I missed um, that. And it's uh, so I had a look. It's Full Sutton Prison, which is a category A and B prison in East Riding. All oh, right. Uh, oh, established nineteen eighty seven. Right. Uh, has last recorded numbers of five hundred and sixty inmates. And in 2005, a report by the chief inspector of prison said gang- gangs were uh, arranging fight clubs to pay off debts. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Fantastic. But they're just not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so the biggest, the biggest drug it being near Hull is, of course, chip spice. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, going underground by the Jam, uh, released 10th of March 1980, and was platinum, selling 600,000 copies in the UK. See, that's for me the that's probably the best thing about this film. I liked three of the songs in it. Aye, some of his was good. I thought the whole soundtrack was fucking brilliant. I think there was loads of good stuff on the soundtrack. It was really enjoyable. Not enjoyable enough for me to listen to on the regular. (laughs) Okay, Uh, that is the that's the end of the film. So, Gavin, you're the guest. Have you got any more facts to throw back at? All right, I'll see what I've missed. Um, Right at the start, when they they're going to uh, they're going to meet up at Denby Street when they the, the Tottenham mm-hmm. away. Denby Street is nowhere near Tottenham. Oh, yeah, it's it's actually in West London. So I was a bit bit confused about that. Uh, when they first meet up at that point, I'm just going to say the leader because I can't remember his Billy. name. Billy. Oh, Harris. Uh, Harris. Yeah. Harris says to it, that Billy, they're talking about uh, why why wasn't he there last last mm-hmm. night, and he smoked some skunk and then gone to the the petrol station yeah. oh yeah, yeah. And, and he says to him you're banned if what you know what you're doing you're you've, you're on a band so i looked that up uh driving while banned is either a fine or a further ban or up to six months in prison wow i mean he drove um, there what was he going to do walk down the bypass singing gold finger <laughs> <laughs> uh when it has the little um uh flashback to his racist dad mm-hmm. Just no, just noticed that uh, he's got a rally chopper. Oh right! Uh, oh spot. nice. <laughs> v- version one was released in 1967 by the Rally Bicycle Company of Nottingham. There you there go. go. Uh, 
Uh, Zebedee is quite often in a Burberry cap. Yeah. <laughs> they were launched in 1997 to rebrand the image of Burberry. Uh, they were stopped in 2004 because too many chavs were wearing them. They've brought them back now. And if you want to buy one, uh, so it's a logo applique vintage check cap. It's £250. What? <laughs> no, you're all right. Smoke yeah. something for one. <laughs> um, uh, when the when the old boys are talking about, um, or when Tommy's talking about the old boys, yeah. um, and he, he just says uh, uh, about them being together on June the 6th. Uh, June the 6th is the Normandy landing, so it's Operation Overlord. Yep. Um, it's also my wedding anniversary. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, when they meet the Stoke fans, and uh, Billy says to them, get on the uh, Ronnie O'More, uh, Rory O'More, sorry. Um, that's the floor. I didn't know who oh. Rory O'More was. No. Um, so Rory O'More, also known as Sir Roger O'More, or O'More. <laughs> Roger O'More. <laughs> <laughs> Or it literally, or Sir, or Sir Roger Moore, um, was an Irish landowner of ancient lineage and is most notable for being one of the four principal organisers of the Irish Rebellion in 1641. Hey, good lad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've no idea why that's got to do with anything. Uh, Billy's uh, ringtone is Ride of the Valkyries mm-hmm. by uh, Richard Wagner, in, uh, written, first written in 1851, is Act 3 of... The Valkyrie, which was his second opera. Excellent. Um, duh, 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 duh. Oh, I've gone backwards. Uh, the extras were all um, ex-hooligans. Oh, right. Okay, ex. Which Why is, not? Which is, yeah, makes the fighting seem really weird. Yeah. Then. I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but they were they were various clubs. They wouldn't, uh, so they, they had some uh, West Ham, some Millwall, some Chelsea. Um, Zebedee actually punched one of them. Oh. Uh, for real, um, which is the best bit of that uh, documentary is you get to see it in close. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I've got some Danny Dyer facts. Ah, yeah, because we didn't do any Danny <laughs> Dyer facts. Oh, uh, Danny Dyer, playing a Chelsea fan, is actually a West Ham fan. I think that's pretty well mm-hmm. known. Um, was mentored by the playwright Harold Pinter. What? Um, <laughs> yeah, apparently met him as a, as a youngster and. Uh, very close up until Pinter's death. Fucking hell. Um, I, he was, of course, on an episode of Who Do You Think You Are, uh, where he was related to Thomas Cromwell and uh, Elizabeth Seymour, who was Jane Seymour, which was Henry VIII's third wife and the one he actually liked. Um, he has a tattoo on his hand, which uh, for many, well, for quite a while, people wondered what it was. It's actually his own name in Thai. Um, yes, and, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, as we mentioned earlier, his daughter or one of, one of his kids is uh, his daughter is also called Danny, and she is currently dating West Ham's Jared Bowen. Okay, yeah, uh, which makes him very happy. We mentioned so if they were Chelsea hooligans, we mentioned the, the Chelsea headhunters. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were linked to white supremacist uh, groups, Combat Eighteen, and the National Front. Yeah. Uh, also linked to the UDA and UVF, <laughs> fucking hell, fucking hell. and were subject of a 1999 documentary by Donald McIntyre when he went undercover to oh, join them. Oh fuck, I remember that. No, he didn't. <laughs> I think did he nearly get murdered? Was that yeah? That was yeah. Like, yeah. Got he also he also got a tattoo um, yeah. of, of the Chelsea badge, but he got the 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 more uh, so at that time they kind of late. 80s 90s where they rebranded the badge he got that one which uh 
the Chelsea fans didn't like because it was too reminiscent of the Millwall badge. The Millwall firm are called the Bushwhackers. (laughs) Um, And uh, they have managed to have the, uh, the den closed five times because of violence wow. um, and have a fearsome reputation. And then I just wrote down Forest uh, Firm, which it, is the Forest, Forest Executive, Executive crew. crew. I didn't put that one in. I was going to ask you that. You'd have got that. Excellent. <laughs> Only because I wrote there it down. Go. I wouldn't have got it otherwise. No, no, the there you go. I think that's everything I've got. Fantastic. John? Tulin is the psychoactive agent in glue. Oh, they were, glue. yeah. They were sniffing the glue. Uh, Prada was founded in 1913 by Mario Prada in Italy. Uh, Chelsea have lost right by the way you know I'm not into football I'm just going with Google <laughs> so Chelsea has lost more league games to Liverpool than any other club having uh, been defeated by them 70 times in 156 but encounters bodes well for Saturday's fixture yeah <laughs> uh, and the one you always want to know the difference between skunk and weed is skunk is made from an unpollinated cannabis plant alright oh. okay oh I've got another one, but it's a wee bit morbid. Uh, in soldier folklore, the vivid red of the poppy came from the blood of their comrades soaked on the ground. Fantastic. So that's why it's a red poppy. Uh, built in 1877, Stamford Bridge is the oldest ground in the Premier League today, closely followed by Anfield, which was built in 1884, and the world-famous city ground in Nottingham, 1898. Uh, the 1921 FA Cup final was hosted at Stamford Bridge, where Dan Belson's favourite team... The Nottingham Hotspurs uh, <laughs> beat Wolves 1-0. Uh, last surviving player from that game, George Edmonds, died in 1989 at the age of 96. No age. No age at all. <laughs> oh, I, can, I can tell you that um, it's not really a fact, but it's all a little bit of fun. Danny Dyer was, of course, the best ever celebrity goggle box. Oh, right. Um, okay. <laughs> which he did with Danny Dyer. Oh, did he? voted by who? The Yeah, I thought it might be. <laughs> I, I, I thought Bez and that were brilliant, but he... Yeah. The, uh, I mean... The issue, I've, the issue I've got with her being called Danny Dyer is it's 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 very uh, George Foreman, isn't it? It's very George oh, Foreman naming yeah. your kids after you. Yeah, Especially if it's a girl. You know, just weird. He's got a daughter. He's got another daughter called Sunny. Okay. Which I thought, but he has a son, and I was like, "Oh, come here, you Sunny." Dan, do you want to give a guess? How many do you think we? Dan, sorry, God, because we were talking about wow. Dan. Oh, what an insult! Outrageous. What an insult! Even I'm insulted. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's not the dropped one. He's not the dropped one. He was never dropped in his head. <laughs> um, I would say. Based on how terrible that film is, we're going to do well to get about 70. Okay. I can tell you it's more than that, John. So I, I'll be honest, I thought the three years collectively done quite well, so I'm pushing for maybe 96. Oof. You've got to go higher than that one, Gavin. Oh, Let's go 101. We can even go higher than that, John. Oh. 130. Fucking hell. You're always, you, I like it, Rena. Just, just totting up that mountain with your little fella and then way over the end. Uh, uh, no, we ended up on 109. 109. Aye, that's decent, by the way. Considering the film was terrible. We had a, we had a lot of... It's, it's a very football-heavy one, isn't it? Of course, the title mm, of the film yeah. gives that away. Oh, Gavin, do you want to tell us once more where the listeners can find you, as if they don't know already? Uh, they can find us anywhere they get their podcasts. It's uh, Be There With Belson. And on all the socials, it's Be There With Belson, except Twitter, which is There With Belson. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Well, Mandela's ghost be there. <laughs> Nelson Mandela. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Nelson Mandela will probably make an appearance. We got an email once from... Don't say um, it. <laughs> Don't say it was Winnie. <laughs> no, but it was... It, it was uh, it was calling us Nelson, and then it mentioned further that da- like dear Nelson, it's one of those spam emails. Dear Nelson, because obviously they've just looked at the email address and thought, well, that's that can't be the right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was talking about uh, your uncle, so we just assumed our uncle was Nelson Mandela. <laughs> Why not? Natural assumption. Absolutely. Um, okay. Uh, of course, you know you'll you'll get uh, Dan on our episode Army of the Dead, uh, which was amazing that we managed to get him to actually watch a film, which is super. Yeah, uh, it was really good. Oh, and his, I'm going to just point out his best fact on there came from me. Anyway. Oh right, he did say that. He did mention that a bit. The the bell yeah, thing, the bell. fantastic. And Gavin, you will get on one of our um, facts and lies and rock and rolls, uh, oh, yeah. talking about frightened rabbit. Uh, it got very serious, didn't it? it got very serious. That one. It, it, very, it, uh, it very did. good, good thing. So I'm delighted to finally manage to force you to watch some shit. And <laughs> come on, this, uh, even though we have said this is going to be our year of better films, <laughs> not this week. Um, patrons, of course, uh, we love them all. Um, a couple of patrons are the Belsons. Gavin, say something nice about Dan. Oh, jeez. Um, no. See, I, actually, I'll do this because he gets weirded out when I say anything nice about him. Uh, genuinely makes me laugh more than anybody in the world. Yeah, he's certainly, oh, funnier, he's certainly something... funnier than, than John. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something like he's got nice teeth or something like that. I didn't think you were going to go... No, no, he hasn't got nice teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in the words of Scylla Black, surprise, surprise, he's here to, to say something nice about you. <laughs> I, I mean, he isn't. But yeah, if he yeah. was, it would probably sound something like... Oh, he's a bit soft, but he's my best friend. Oh, something <laughs> controversial. Oh, I didn't really mean it though, eh? Oh, Nelson yeah. Mandela impression. See, I nailed him there, didn't yeah. I? Close. I mean, you didn't mention uh, Jimmy Savile or <laughs> Rob. No, Harris, I didn't. So, no, uh... no, I didn't. But that's all we ever do in this fucking podcast. So, you know. <laughs> um, other patrons, of course, uh, Ian and Maria Cut Connections back very soon with more Mandalorian episodes. Episode by episode, Mandalorians. Uh, Biggie, Stig, and Gadget. Modern Escapism, the single best place to get your game, film, and streaming reviews. Sophie and Paul, SP Film viewers. Again, all of these people have been on our podcast uh, <laughs> and pales money for it. They are this week talking about Scarface, John. Your cockroach. Oh, your cockroach. Which we will do by the end of the year, I guarantee it. Um, well, what the fuck do you want, Christopher Love? You want John on your podcast and for your hat to arrive. Uh, <laughs> yeah. your hat, his hat hasn't arrived yet, uh, which uh, I guess something we should talk about as well. Uh, Joe from Hallmark of Greatness. Uh, we talked this week about substandard house party ripoff school dance. Fuck. That's, that. I mean, <laughs> such bad. a bad film. <laughs> Fun episode, but what a... Have you seen that film, Gavin? I've not seen the film, but I did oh, listen did to the uh, did listen to the. Podcast, it got to a so, point uh, in the recording. I just had to leave the room. I just went. <laughs> I just I got up and left. I didn't even say anything. I just went, and I came back about five minutes later. So there's a massive gap of me not saying anything, and it wasn't because I was disgusted by the whole thing, but I also was. And I picked that fucking film. <laughs> um, Mono Mono rants talking twelve monkeys this week. What a great film that is. Uh, and all the people that don't advertise anything, we've got Emily, Rachel, Phil, Ian, uh, and Nigel, who kind of does advertise something, uh, but we're going to figure something nice out with that 
shortly. Uh, I mentioned hats. If you want to buy a hat, drop me a message on socials and you can do so. We will give you uh, one of our lovely fluffy beanies, which you'll see pictures all over of the beautiful John and his beautiful hair underneath this beanie. Uh, it is some of the best... <laughs> My white coos lick. <laughs> some, of the, some of the best knitting I've seen since uh, my oh, granny died. Uh, yeah, really good. Uh, we'll give you some stickers and badges as well uh, for the kingly price of 15 quid, including postage to anywhere in the world. Uh, if you are a patron, you'll get a massive discount. So give us a quid uh, a month and we'll give you a huge discount on those. Uh, that is it. Gavin, thank you so much. It's been yeah, cheers, two mate. years since we wanted you on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's been my pleasure, boys. Yeah, super. Thank you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to editing this session. John, <laughs> any la- any last words? I'm not murdering you. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to this because everybody should know by now I fucking hate football. <laughs> <laughs> so this was a chore to watch. But no, no, it was actually it was actually good doing a show with you guys. So thank you so much for coming, coming on. Thanks for coming on, Dan. <laughs> it's, it's all right, John. We'll be back with something a bit more cheery next week, like nil by mouth. <laughs> yeah, beat her up. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a Glasgow way, man. <laughs> indeed, indeed it is. Oh, dear. Uh, right, well, I've been Plenty. He's been Gavin. He's been John. And this has been 109 Things We Learned From Football Factory. You slags. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye.